back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Winkstop. All right, we got about five minutes left. We'll be quick. We'll be real quick. All right, here we go. All right, so let me let me let me get some of these YouTubers out the way real, real quick because I think that's, that we got a couple of great ones. Uh, Jack Fogelstrom said that was a profound statement by Sheldon on greatness. Um, Thank you. Philip Kurtz, hey, if, if, if Satterfield's our new OC, he just orchestrated back-to-back victories over Tennessee and Clemson, and Clemson, both top teams. We haven't had a coordinator of that caliber in over a decade or longer. All right. Now, do you have anything to say about what I said about the downplaying before I move on? Uh, I'll be brief, I guess. Uh, real quick, I guess. So a question that was a, a text – brought up earlier was can we have expectations for the new coach and I think my response was yes and I said something about yeah I have a whole bunch of expectations 74 million of them to be exact uh, over an eight-year time frame so uh, as pertaining to that most recent text you just said I thought it was a great question for one of your listeners to bring out and so the question now becomes I guess you know, correct me if I'm wrong really simply put uh, why wasn't Mickey coach Mickey Joseph considered for a contract position what did he do wrong that didn't get him a contracted job for the school he used to play for Mm. well said young man moving on we ain't got a lot of time sheldon are you gonna be around because we're gonna have these questions okay tyler says this um i'll read it tyler under Mickey, there was no improvement on the team, with the exception of the defense. Kudos to MJ promoting Bush and Bush, but Bush gets the credit for the D, in my opinion. Think about that. Wait, mm. Let me read that one more time. This is Tyler. Under Mickey, there was no improvement on the team. Think about that. With the exception of the defense. Kudos to MJ promoting Bush, but Bush gets the credit for the D, in my opinion. Anything? So there was improvement on the team, on the defense. But there was improvement across the board. I was just – listen, Sheldon, I'm here. There was improvement across the board. It wasn't just on defense. It was improvement on the way we played. It was improvement on the way that we ran to the ball. It was improvement on the way that we tackled. Oh, there was improvement everywhere, okay? You can just see it in the defense because defense flies around. And when you're out there missing tackles, what's the easiest thing to fix? Blocking and tackling. Right, which is what football is, running and hitting. Right. Running and hitting. Okay, so – Oh, let me let me get to another one. Okay, so he says, regarding Joseph, I feel like the same as a lot of people. I have a sneaky suspicion he will get a great head coach a great head coach at a power five school someday. However, he has never been a head coach, OC or DC at a power five school. Hard for an AD to put career on the line for someone with that track record. I get you. I get you. Uh, I, I won't have to. <laughs> what? Go Sheldon. I can, I, I understand that too, but you're, it's just, this is not somebody that the school, the state, 
the board of trustees. This is not somebody you don't know. This is Mickey Joseph. This is a guy who was sacked. Every, every, all the stories you and I talked about of our experiences, he's got them too. This is a guy who sacrificed on that field. And we talk about somebody that used to run. This is a guy who used to run. So uh, I get what everybody's saying about that. I just saying it's, it's a legitimate question. Why was he passed? Why was the job passed over from him to somebody who's not even a former ball player for the University of Nebraska? Mm. All right, we got five more. We got five more to go. Okay. Uh, 8409 says this. Are we sure Sheldon Jackson is still Sheldon? Very good points. It will take three years. Are we sure Sheldon Jackson is still Sheldon? What are you talking about? <laughs> I would imagine he's saying, I, I don't know if they know you or what, but they're saying you're making some very good points. Oh. It's, it, they're they're <laughs> okay. agreeing with you. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you, sir. I'm trying. I want to I be relevant. I don't want to be on this thing wasting nobody's time, okay? Hmm. Okay. Zaxker says this. What are you guys' thoughts on how Rule can use the transfer portal to his advantage for better re- results at Nebraska in one to two years than it stops at Baylor and Temple? In the past, we didn't have the transfer portal at Baylor and Temple. They had to rely on development, which I'm thinking may be the big reason the results didn't come until after three years at those programs. Zaxter. Mm-hmm. I, I had to concur with that, yeah. Those programs weren't in place where – you know, the portal wasn't placed back then, so you have to require on not only recruiting good talent as for and, and those guys staying at your school, there was no incentive to leave your school. So um, it could help. He could turn things around a lot faster with the portal, but he's still probably going to have to get produce some W's of what he has before kids going to be like, okay, the change is there. I want to go to Nebraska now. He's still going to have to get out there and get some W's first. Uh, I don't think people are just going to come here on the name alone. Uh, time will tell. Gonna need three years at least. Mm. Jerry says this uh, VJ, way too early to be a real, realistic prediction for me next year, uh, but seven and five, mark it down. I, Jory, I am not drinking the Kool Aid, buddy. No way. Coaches <laughs> voted Palmer third. Right? Say that again. <laughs> seven and five. That's what I'm not saying it's impossible. Anything is possible, but if we if we're old enough to look back into history and look at noticeable patterns, even with the portal, we have to look at the patterns first because that's what we have. That's factual information. And you look back at the previous college teams that Coach Rule has been to; is he he needs at least three years to turn it around. Uh, like I that. know, but, but I think he, that we're di- Go ahead. I think that we're I think that we're a different animal at Nebraska, though. I don't think it's going to take three years because you got your pick of the litter. And I think if you like I said, once the, the staff is in place, you got your pick of the litter of all the players. You know, something new is Nebraska. And believe me, I would imagine he's done his homework. Trev, Trev played for Nebraska. He knows what Nebraska is all about. Let me keep going. Jory says this. Coaches voted Palmer 13. The bias is real. Bunch of clowns. By the way. Uh, uh, Palmer broke the the uh, single season record at Nebraska as far as on yards for receiving. Did you know that? I did not. Hello? Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. So 1970. This is John. He's 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 reiterating this, folks. 
1970 Ford LTD. I know what that is, John. We're working on it. Uh, have there been any names associated with the defensive coordinator opening? Bach? I haven't seen anything uh, too too serious lately. There was a, a Georgia assistant that was kind of brought up, but I haven't seen any movement on that lately. Okay, so this is this is a former Husker right here, Tyrone Bird, chiming in, getting a part mm-hmm. of being a part of the Cactus Country. He said, "This we have walked out of the last few spring games because of the touch football reality. Three former black shirts and a few offensive starters." were with me, and we all felt the same way. Jackson Brothers, Nebraska has been lost. We are not the same school, and sadly, I don't see us coming back anytime soon. T-Bird. Dang! Wow. I think I got I got to get T-Bird on tomorrow, y'all. Mm-mm. I got to I got to hear what he's talking about here. He said, yeah, did, let me, let me. did he just say it? He just texted me this. I just got the text. That's what I just read. I'll let you chime in. Go. Well, no, I was was talking about I think he was pretty clear on what he was saying, right? I mean, is there some gray area that we're missing? No. Okay. All right. So we'll have him on tomorrow. I'm going to shoot for T-Bird tomorrow. See what he's talking about there. Feel the burn says, hey, VJ, is Satterfield's our new O.C.? He just orchestrated back-to-back wins over number five Tennessee. I've heard this number seven Clemson. We haven't had a quarter. Uh, we haven't had a coordinator of that caliber in a decade or longer. I'm excited about the potential future here because the roster we have could easily win ten games with quality development and a solid scheme. Love the show and always go big red. Now you said it was a 1970 LTD, right? Yeah. Not a, you don't want a convertible, does he? Hey, I would imagine, John. You want a convertible? Hit me up. John, I found one in Ohio, Illinois, for about uh, sixty-eight thousand dollars. You're just checking, just in case. I'm sorry. <laughs> twenty-eight thousand. Now my Jack, man, twenty-eight thousand dollars. Only got eighteen thousand miles on it, just in case you're looking for one. Uh, uh, see, right? Sorry. We on, we on he, air making deals. Okay, Tyler says this. I don't think the offensive special teams got any better. I. I I, I I mean I don't know we get yeah, in some in certain facets of that you might be right uh, special teams wide but I think the offense throwing the ball down the field got better I think we regressed running the ball at the second half of the season you know we we ran the ball pretty well in the first half but anyway keep going um, eight five two five says this no improvement that is downplay that is the downplaying I'm talking about. Mm. Well, at the end of the day, what you have to, you, if you want to get, especially get the listeners, I'm sure they got access to computers. They can do the research on their own. On their own. But yeah, you said earlier, you measure success by wins and losses. Yeah, that's true, especially in the grand scheme of things. But don't you remember how often we looked at the 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 the, the stuff, the, the nuances at, at, during the meetings? It was the yards per the kick. It was it was the morale of the team. It was the um, the, the turnover ratios, it was the fumble recoveries, it was the on, you know, how many times we didn't get sacked or did we did allow any sacks, it was yards per carry. All those things make up wins and losses on, so the people can see that on the scoreboard. But when you get to the meetings, you can judge or you can measure success different ways. Are we doing things better 
Are we not get, turning the ball over as much so that the kids who are playing the games, although they may not see a victory on the scoreboard, they can measure smaller victories because there is improvement because what they did five games ago was horrible. But what they're doing right now, okay, we're moving in the right direction. So when you're measuring success, it can't be what the public sees because they're just looking at the score. But when, you, when you're a coach and when you're a player, you measure success by the the small intangible victories that you're accomplishing on the field that couldn't have been that nobody else can see. So how do you again that goes back to my question, how do you truly measure success? Are you looking at the public's eye? Or are you worrying about that kid that's gotta go out there and and suffer a few more concussions for you to keep your job? Mm-hmm. See, for me it was I, I, I watched what they did on the football field. I watched how they played. I watched the you know you you know when we take we, we talk about players taking plays off right and and, and half assing and and, and and right so I watched a team who did that the last four years stop doing that in three months or in three weeks and get better in three weeks so I, I you know I, I I believe we got better as a team we just got to keep the, the the ball and keep pushing it up the hill um, six nine one seven says Mickey didn't make much of an improvement on the team performance. He did do an excellent job of keeping the team together. Look at what jobs Mickey could get at this point and what jobs Frost couldn't take in at the time we hired him. It's possible to love Mickey and also believe he is not the best guy for the job right now. Why are we we still talking about Mickey and the head coaching job? That ship, as I've been told on here, has sailed. Okay? We're not talking about Mickey as the head coach anymore. Matt Rule's the head coach. He got an eight-year deal. Okay, that's the head coach. If we're talking about anything with Mickey, it is why he should or should not be a part of this staff. That's the biggest part in that whole Mickey conversation is are we better with or without Mickey Joseph on this staff with Matt Rule? That's That's the biggest question, and I think that's what they're trying to figure out, and hopefully we can get that done because I think we're better with him than without him. Um, Maddie's dad says of the past five coaches, their best season was their first, right? Bach, you might want to mm. answer that. You might, I don't remember. Uh, Everybody's first season. I wouldn't say that. I, I, I think you could argue that Frost's team that he inherited might have been his best. He didn't have the best record ultimately. Uh, Mike Riley, same, same way, I guess, but he didn't have, he had a better record his second year than his first year. Uh, you know, Bo had better years in his first year, so I don't know. I that I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's correct. Hey, I'm not reading this. I'm not reading this, but that's so funny, Nyla. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sheldon. I have to tell you that one off air, man. That was really funny, but yeah, I know. Um, anyway, Kelsey, Kelsey, the Mississippi Mud Dog chimes in. Sheldon, he says, not trying to be a downer, but 13 is about right for Palmer. He has an elite speed and athletic ability, but his hands are just average, and he isn't a great route runner. Also, needs to improve as a consistent perimeter blocker. Those things will catch up with with him in the NFL when everyone is fast and athletic. He needs more polish. Should have stayed for one more year, in my opinion. I agree. Go, Shell. Well, I would. It makes sense. Uh, I don't. I didn't have the opportunity to leave the leave school early. 
um, in my own personal experience, I needed every bit of my five years in Nebraska to get me ready for what I was about to endure in the next level. So, um, you know, I'm, in some cases, it, it does make sense for guys to leave and go, you know, start making money right away. I get it. Uh, but at the same time, if it's about the game, if you're trying to make yourself as good as possible and give yourself as much experience as you need to to move to the next level, yeah, I would stick around for another year. Okay, Chris says this. Oh, dang. Uh, it's not a talent issue. We've clearly been more talented than almost all the teams we've lost to in the last few years. It's coaching. It's toughness. Hopefully, Rue can bring that side of it to the program. Uh, no convertible, so sir. So, Sheldon, convertibles are out. John's retired. <laughs> Don't play with him. If Trent Dilford is qualified for a head coaching job, then Mickey Joseph is 100 times qualified for a head coaching job somewhere. I agree. Love Nikki and appreciate his or love Mickey and appreciate his effort. We should probably just been thinking about what's best for Mickey. Anyway, Sheldon, I know I didn't let you respond to those, but we'll get another That's chance too, right? I'm we'll good, man. Chance. We can keep it moving. Man, hey, I appreciate you, brother. Oh, thank you very much for the time, man. Are we done? Is that it? Yeah, I see it, man. It's the fastest two hours in radio, bro. You blinking wow. it's over. Okay. You, well, yeah, you I guess. Come back tomorrow, yeah, though. You want, I can't find no 1970 LTD, man. I'm just letting you know. Dude, I got a 1975 for LTD Country Squire for 24000 out here in, uh, where's this joker at for him? Washington, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. Okay. We'll see. We'll We're see. trying. Hey, appreciate y'all riding with us. The water cooler's up next. It's the captain. I was with Sheldon Blair. Jackson Jr. and Take Bacco. Yeah. Bop, 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 bop. you tomorrow. Bop you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Captain.